What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, New Vision family, Brad White, men's pastor here at New Vision with you this morning as we dive into Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40. Now the angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out on his way and he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all of the treasury of the Candace, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to the chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and hearing the man reading Isaiah the prophet, he said, do you understand what you are reading? How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So Philip invited him to come up and to sit with him. This is the passage of scripture that the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humility, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is this prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with the very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is some water. What can stand in the way of me being baptized? And he gave orders for the chariot to be stopped. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. This is a really interesting passage, and I think there are really two practical applications for two different groups of people. But first, I want to give a little bit of context. So Philip is moving through the prompting of the Holy Spirit. He's making his way towards Gaza when he comes across this Ethiopian eunuch. So this eunuch, he works for the Candace, which it's not someone's name. It's not a girl's name. Um, The Candace was basically like the title for the queen. So the queen of Ethiopia, that's who this guy is working for. Kings were believed to be sun gods, And so they didn't really see any need for them to get down into the work of governing the people. And so they left the work of governance to the Candaces. And there was multiple Candaces. Um, It is believed that the Candace that this eunuch worked for would have actually been the king's mother. So his role is he is specifically in charge of the treasury for the Candace. It's also safe to assume that this man is probably a Gentile, meaning a non-Jew, who had converted to Judaism at some point 
the reason that we kind of can draw that conclusion is because he was coming back from Jerusalem um, where he was participating in a festival. And so as a Jew, he would have gone to Jerusalem once a year for the Passover. And so as he is coming back from the Passover, what we see is that he's digging into the scroll of Isaiah, really showing that this religious experience that he had just had kind of left him empty and kind of left him searching. So as a Jew, he would have really spent most of his time reading in the Torah in the first five books of the Bible, but he is reading from the prophet Isaiah. And so what we know is that it is only through a relationship with Christ, not through religion, that we can ultimately find fulfillment. And that's really what this story is all about. It's also important to note that it's evident that this man was incredibly wealthy because he owned his own private scroll. This would have been very rare in this time for someone to have their own scroll to read. So we know that this eunuch was was very wealthy. So Philip comes up to this man who's reading, and as he's reading, Philip opens with this really good question. He says, hey, do you, do you understand what you're reading? And I think this is a great prompt for us who are believers who have been baptized. We've gone public with our faith, and we're walking in a relationship with Christ. Just, man, what if we were to engage people with that very same question? If we see someone maybe um, you know, at a restaurant or at a coffee shop, and they're, they're reading the Bible, and we're, we were to walk up to them and say, hey, do you understand what you're reading? Because it's in and through that question that Philip then has the chance to ultimately share who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for this Ethiopian eunuch. So that's a, a pretty cool prompt and a, and a pretty cool thing that we can draw from this story if we are a, a believer. The specific passage that the eunuch is reading is some prophetic um, readings, prophetic thought from the book of Isaiah talking about Jesus as he is brought um, to be crucified. And this opens up the door really for Philip to share his faith um, in Jesus with this man. And so the man moves from religion into relationship, and then we see him promptly decide that he wants to take his next step, which is baptism. And so he asks Philip, he's like, hey, what would stop me from, from taking this step right now? And what we see is that faith, his decision to follow Christ, precedes his decision to be baptized. Baptism happens on the other side of us choosing to accept the gift of salvation. We know that baptism does not save us. It is simply an outward display of an inward decision that we have made between us and the Lord, that we're showing the world that we've come into a personal relationship with Christ. It's really a representation of being buried with Christ in his death and then being raised to walk in newness of life. And so what we see from this man is that he experienced baptism specifically by immersion, which is what we see all throughout the New Testament, and that's why we model baptism by immersion here at the church. I love this man's passion. This man accepts the good news of who Jesus is, and then he immediately wants to take his next step. My guess is that there are two different groups of people listening to the podcast today. Group number one are people who have accepted the good news of Jesus and have been baptized. And so my challenge for you is to be the Philip, to be the person who is leaning in and kind of watching and being aware of opportunities where you have to lead with the right question and hopefully have a chance to share your faith with someone else. And for others of you, my guess is that you have either made the decision to follow Christ or you're on the fence about trying to decide who Jesus is. 
And so maybe you have accepted the gift of salvation, but you've never gone public with that decision like the Ethiopian eunuch did. So I would challenge you to take a step of faith like the eunuch, that you would prioritize this first step of really walking out this relationship with Christ by going public with your faith through baptism. Again, baptism is not a means of salvation. It's really just that first step of obedience that we are called to. So my challenge for you is if you're on the fence about being baptized, if you haven't been baptized, but you've accepted the gift of salvation, don't don't wait anymore. Take a, take a step. Take the next step uh, like the eunuch did. You just never know how that decision and choosing to go public with your faith might impact others around you. So let me pray for you guys. God, thanks for my friends. Thank you for uh, just the chance that we have to be in your word. I pray that, God, um, if we're in the situation where we have gone public with our faith and we are secure in our salvation, that we would be bold to ask the right questions, to be able to be aware of who you might be putting in our path. God, that we could share the good news of who you are. And if, God, we haven't gone public with our faith or if we're wrestling with this gift of salvation, God, that we would maybe take that next step of having a conversation with one of the pastors here at the church just to get clarity on what it is that you're calling us to do. So I pray, God, that you would give us wisdom and discernment and direction today. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.